Let's talk a little BYU football. Uh, let's get out to the Sprint special guest line. Sprint is the network built for Unlimited with great deals on great devices every day. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. Joining us now, former BYU quarterback Tanner Mangum on the big show. What's up, Tanner? How are you? Hey, I'm good. Good to hear from you guys again. Well, we always appreciate you coming on and uh, want to get give us kind of your initial impression after having a couple of days to digest that tough BYU loss to the Huskies. Well, I can just say that uh, I'm, I'm glad that I was not in those team meetings uh, on this, this morning for, for BYU. After a game like that, where there were so many self-inflicted wounds, so many penalties, ball security issues, things that coaches harp on all year long, uh, those, those meetings are never fun because you just, you just know that you shot yourself in the foot. And uh, and I that's that's the main takeaway is, is that's that's the the biggest frustration of of the team is has got to be those those self inflicted wounds because while Washington is a very talented team and and even even their youth on defense they they didn't look young they they played tough you know, as good as Washington is it didn't need to be that that big of a of a of a, of a loss of a blowout. Um, I, I, so I think that's got to be the biggest frustration right now among, amongst those, those coaches and those players. Is it's it's got to be the focus now is, is eliminating those those self inflicted mistakes. Tanner, how do you do that? I mean, is that a matter of being human, or can those mistakes be avoided if the guys are fully dialed in? Yeah, I mean, mistakes mistakes will happen no matter what in, in any game. There's no perfect game, but the, it, it, it definitely does come down to focus. It's it's something that can be eliminated. Um, false starts is a matter of being being focused and dialed in on each snap, uh, mentally focusing in, um, clearing the mind, and and then and then also I think something that happens with mistakes is, is they compound on top of each other. Once you've made a mistake, you're much more likely. You're much more susceptible to making another mistake in the future because you're thinking about it. You're feeling frustrated. You're, you're worried about making another mistake again, and so then they start compounding. And so I think it can be corrected. Uh, and then ball security is another thing. It, it takes deliberate focus, but it's something that can be done. And uh, and sometimes it's out of your control, but for the most part, those are things that are within your control. And and so I think it's going to be a big focus this week in practice. Each practice is going to have a deliberate focus and uh, an in- intent to each practice. They're going to be harping on it, talking about it, reminding guys of it. And, uh, and, I, and I expect to, to see an improvement in that this week. Speaking of compounding, Tanner, how hard is it when you get down so early in the game there in the, for, uh, the first quarter? I, w- I would imagine that all of a sudden you're thinking, wow, the pressure is on and we've got to start uh, making big plays, and then all of a sudden that compounds where you try to do too much. Totally. Uh, one of the biggest uh, aspects of, of a successful football team is, is a team that's able to create momentum. And when you have a lack of momentum, it makes it that much harder to to, to be successful. Uh, for example, it's it, it was fourteen to three. BYU was driving, marching it down the field and looking pretty good and 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 making some good plays, and then a crucial fumble, uh, you know, a breakdown in pressure leading to the hit on Zach and the fumble and the, the scoop and score, making it twenty-one three. And that is, is debilitating to a team. And that, that gives Washington tons of momentum. 
and then it takes away momentum from BYU. So it could have been a 14-10 game, but all of a sudden it becomes 21-3. And that, that becomes so much harder to surmount. And, 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 and so when those mistakes start compounding and you lose that momentum, it's tough. It's tough because not only are you not playing from behind, but the, your opponent is playing with that much more confidence and is playing with that much more swagger and momentum. And and uh, and I think that's a big thing that this this year we've seen in, in every game BYU's opponent has scored first, and so we, we've been. And, and I think the only minutes uh, looking at some, some statistics here, the only minutes that BYU has been uh, leading in regulation was against USC. All the other games uh, have um, you know, come in victories in, in overtime, and so I, and I think that's that's something that, that needs to, to to switch in order to to, to swing into BYU's favor is, is being able to start fast and to get ahead, because once once you're playing from behind, the odds uh, are not in your favor, and it makes it a lot harder to to surmount those those leads. Especially when you're playing a team that is probably better than you. Now you start, like Jake said, pressing, making mistakes because you're trying to do things that you ordinarily can't do. And uh, against a quality opponent like that, you can't. So let me ask you this, Tanner. That, that play that you pointed out, that is the play of the game then, right? Because it could have been 14-10 and it was 21-3. That's the play of the game. In a way, yeah. I remember when it, when it happened, I, I, I said, that is huge. That that's a game changer. It's a, it's, it's a game breaker. Uh, you know that, that that's one of those plays that really can can break a team and can make all the difference. And and, and you know football is a game of of uh, of you know of plays. It's one play at a time. But when you look back, when you're able to kind of look back to that hindsight, you see the impact that each one play has on the game. And and I think for sure that that one was was a was a heartbreaker for BYU. And then a big momentum shifter for uh, for Washington, and then and then I think one other takeaway that I took from the game is, is was uh, the the inconsistency in the in the special teams play, and I and I think that's something that BYU typically does a does a good job at, yeah, particularly in, in coverage, in kickoff and punt coverage. That's something that Coach Lamb, Coach Ed Lamb, really prides himself on, and 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 the special teams unit prides themselves on and and they just weren't themselves or they weren't sound in their technique they weren't sound in their coverage and um and it, and, they, and they paid for it and so i i think that 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 power return for a touchdown the 88 yarder was another big impact play that that really uh put byu under the gun there Tanner, it seems like uh, as BYU is an independent every year, people make a big deal about how far that uh, BYU has to travel throughout a season, and they're headed back to the Eastern time zone this week. Uh, they're they're going to travel to Florida. They're going to travel to uh, Massachusetts uh, before it's all said and done. Is th- Toledo. Does that, Toledo, well, that, yeah. that's what I'm talking about this week. Yeah. Does that actually matter, or is that something that people are kind of blowing out of proportion? Uh, I think it it doesn't. I, it's, it's a tough question because I, I think that there are some hidden, maybe underlying uh, effects that you, you don't really take into account. But at the end of the day, um, whether you whether you travel close or you travel far, it's it's pretty much the same thing. You're getting on a plane. You're you're. Um, you're making the same same type of business trip 
you have that same type of business trip mentality. You get to the hotel, you you do a walkthrough, you go over your game plan, you meet and you watch a little bit of film. And, and so I, it, it doesn't really matter the distance. Um, that, but it can, it, it can, those, those long trips, it, it tests your focus a little bit where you have to be able to, uh, you know, in, endure that little bit longer flight. You have to be able to endure the, you know, the, 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 the frustrations or, you know, the, the, any type of issue that might come with, with, uh, with any traveling road game. It forces you to, to, to really dial in and, and to concentrate and to be focused on, uh, on the task at hand. But, that's that's to me that's not the issue uh in in, in an independent schedule the, the traveling is something that i'm not worried about i don't think the players are worried about you know the, the issue with the independent schedule is 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 uh you know there's lots of other myriad issues that that come along with independence but the travel to me is not one of not high on that list tanner uh, one of the most tired cliches these days is next man up I mean, guys get hurt, uh, next man up, right? But when you see a guy like Tyson Williams get injured like that, what kind of effect does it have on the team? It's got to have some sort of devastating uh, quality to it. Absolutely. Any any injury uh, is tough. Obviously, just like you said, you have to have that mentality because because dwelling on the opposite does you no good you know dwelling on the the frustration of it all or worrying about it or stressing about it does you no good so you have to move on and 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 focus on the next play at hand but this does have a huge impact on BYU's on BYU's offense the rushing the running game has already struggled It, it hasn't flourished in the first four games and granted we played some tough teams and some tough defenses but this just makes it even harder it makes it even tougher and and he, he's tyson is a solid back he runs tough he play he runs hard he's smart you can play he you can tell he plays with maturity and um and you can tell that guys really love him and care about him you know which is cool to see from a, a grad transfer who's only been there just for less than a year but to see that the guys really uh respect him and admire him as a teammate and so that hurts, and and I think this is going to be a, a big challenge to the other running backs in, in, in the stable that are going to have to step up. Um, but I think this will, this is definitely makes an impact. You know that the, the offense was already struggling, and uh, and this this doesn't help their cause. I wanted to ask you a quick question that we talked about earlier, Tanner, that has to do with uh, the Utah Utes. They go into USC, and I don't know if you saw much of that game or not, but if you did see it, you saw that uh, that typical coverage that they play did not work against those quality receivers. And finally, they did switch to a zone coverage, uh, but by then, uh, I don't know, they just seemed out of sorts. But going up against Washington State this next weekend, how tricky is that to rearrange what you typically do and to do something different to match whatever it is the that particular opponent you're facing does it, it's very tough teams typically have bread and butter it's something that they practice over and over again that they know inside and out that they they preach they harp on and they teach all year long and to to make any sudden adjustments is tough because it's not what guys are used to and, and hats off to USC, particularly Matt Fink, the third third string quarterback, to go in and, and play the way he did, was very impressive, and 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 then a testament to the skill of those receivers as well, really making it 
making Utah pay for 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 their for running their traditionally very tough man defense. Uh, USC went out and and made plays. It was it was impressive to watch. But as as far as facing another air raid type offense in uh, in, in Washington State, it's it's going to be interesting to see how how they adjust. Uh, but it, but I, I think it it it, it does put put a. Uh, makes it tough on on defense on, on on the players particularly to switch their scheme to play roles that they're not used to playing to make adjustments or make calls that they're not used to calling and those things take time those things take effort and practice and uh, to to make a shift uh, midweek or even mid game uh, makes it makes it really tough on those players to go out and play free and to play loose and play fast and confident. Just wondering real quick how you would have liked to have thrown to receivers like Michael Pittman and Tyler Vaughn. <laughs> those guys are talented. They're, you can you can tell those are, those are some NFL quality, NFL caliber receivers. It's it's uh, you know it's it's no wonder that those, those that that USC uh, typically has a lot of uh, you know, NFL an NFL and an NFL pipeline. They they always have a lot of talent in there and and uh, man. Because any time you can go against Utah's defense and um, make the plays they're making, I think that that shows they've got some talent. Well, it just seemed like we were talking about it earlier, Jake. I think you brought it up. Matt Fink was just sort of flinging it up there, and Michael Pittman was going and getting it. Yeah. And how how much yep. confidence does that create in a quarterback? Oh, it's huge. I, I remember uh, in, in my freshman year, 2015, when I had uh, Mitch Matthews, Nick Kurtz, Taron Houck. Um, you know, three very tall receivers, and and, um, and even Devon Blackman uh, was able. To, you know, it, it makes a quarterback's job that much uh, easier. Just knowing that you have that trust and that confidence that even if you put it in the vicinity, if you put it in the right area, they can go up and make that play. It's it's huge, and um, and I think uh, BYU this 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 year. They, well, you know, while they might not have the the size in those receivers. Um, it's they, you've seen it with with Matt Bushman in, in particular. Uh, when he uses his size, when he's when he gets physical, you can you can tell that Zach really trusts him on the, those man to man one on one matchups. He, uh, he he likes going to Matt, and for good reason because when Matt's physical, he can make he can make big plays. And and, and so I think uh, you know, look for Zach to keep going his way. Because it really does uh, infuse a lot of confidence in the quarterback when you know that you have a guy that can make those tough contested catches. Tanner, thank you as always. We appreciate it, and we'll catch you next week. Hey, thanks so much, guys. Take care. Former Cougar quarterback Tanner Mangum with us. Stay tuned. More next. Ninety-seven five and twelve eighty. The zone.